if you're ready to remember who you are on an energetic, sacred, and soul level, to seek your truth, to feel your power, and to shine your light brighter than before, if you are ready to awaken on a deeper level, then I, Kimberly Castro, welcome you to Quantum Speaks. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Quantum Speaks. I am Kimberly Castro, and I will be your host. And today we are welcoming in our um, beautiful Lauren Celentani. And she is a recovering perfectionist, host of the top-rated podcast, Witchy Wellness Radio. And she considers herself, uh, she is a holistic health coach. But before all that, Lauren uh, nearly ran out of her college graduation having a massive panic attack, which led her to years of chronic and looming anxiety. And over a decade later, a decade later, excuse me, my lips moving, um, she was finally able to crack the code to the energy draining anxiety into a more focused, confident action that helped her find peace peace of mind, um, just being in the present moment in her life and through her online courses, um, actually her online course, Anxious to Align, and, um, and she does VIP coaching. And now she's just on a mission to help women harness the power of their emotions, their bodies, to achieve their dreams, um, because so many women feel like they are doing the right things, but are left more anxious, unhappy, and unhealthy. So it's time to put down, uh, put all that woohoo into action and kind of just start to build awareness about what it's really like to be anxious and to focus our intentions and to be aligned with our truth, our power. And so I welcome you. So welcome, Lauren. Great to oh see you. Oh my goodness. Thank you, Kimberly, for having me on. It was such an honor to have you on Witchy Wellness a few months ago. And I am so excited to share that with you. I like being in the guest spot. I'm so used to the host spot. I'm like, oh man, I actually have to talk today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no pressure for me. I'm like, okay, we switched seats. <laughs> and you've been doing this a lot longer than I have. And yeah, uh, going on the your podcast, the Witchy Wellness Radio, um, that also helped to kind of like ignite that feeling. Like I was already doing podcasts, but kind of like not really into it. And then after just being, you know, around you and a little backstory about us, you know, we, we met um, uh, in that course with Carrie Green, a female Entre entrepreneur association. And I met you there and there's so many beautiful and wonderful women there, you know, mm -hmm. and there's trying to live their truth, their power, you know, and they're trying to live their dreams. And we're all going to different, you know, cycles in our life you know sometimes we feel like no we can't do this why are we here and the imposter syndrome kind of sets in or we get anxious and we don't tap into that so i'm so happy that i met you and you kind of ignited that thing to just go speak your truth and help other women to know that it's okay it's okay to be wherever you are but not to get stuck there so please just tell me a little bit about you and maybe a synopsis of how you went from that anxious running out <laughs> in your uh, college graduation. I can't even imagine. You know? Oh my gosh. Yeah. It was, um, <clears throat> well, I have to preface, there's no end goal or like, I, I magically don't have anxiety anymore. Yes. Like the past few weeks, I knew I was going through a level up because here I am in my own head, 
Mm-hmm. And I go, why the F do I need to teach people how to heal their anxiety? And I'm over here having to, you know, still, still yes. do it with mine. So imposter syndrome comes up all the time. And I just have to tell you guys, there's no point in which we have this awakening moment or healing that we're completely, you know, if, if we were completely alive and aligned and, and ascended all the way up, we wouldn't be here in the 3d in this body. We're here for a reason. We're here to feel a contrast and that contrast will continually push us to grow outside of our comfort zones, even baby steps. But for me, I was like the good girl. I, I got straight A's. I, you know, got a job before I graduated college. I had everything lined up. I did everything I should up until that point. And that graduation, it was awakening for me because my body took over and I was just like this passenger on this anxiety train that I could not get off of. And, um, thank God my best friend had like a little thing of like Altoids mints. And that was the only thing that got me through. I kept eating them and trying to focus my energy on, (laughs) but you know, from there to now, way a little more than way over a decade later, um, what helped me the most was building awareness awareness of how I was feeling awareness of why am I doing the things I'm doing? You know, whether it's a career relationship, health food wise. Um, but I, I started off, you know, as most people do, and I just didn't like myself. I looked I remember looking in the mirror, you know, I'd gained the freshman 15 plus some at that time. And I just hated myself. And that did not come from a very grounded place. that's what started me on this journey to heal this anxiety, to, to learn, to work with it for me to grow. So I got into shape. I ate really healthy. I was already pretty much plant-based or vegetarian since I was in high school. I was vegan at that point for a while. Um, I started doing yoga and then I eventually got really into like going to the gym and lifting and all that kind of stuff. And I found myself in the middle of a divorce you know, wow. a few years, a few years later, half a decade later. And okay. I could heal my body. I could help p- other people heal their bodies. Cause I was health coaching at that point, but what led me to this point, you know, those similar anxiety feelings, that fear, feeling a victim to life, life was happening to me, not for me. I knew that I had to start taking a look inward. So since then I have, you know, really entered into this woo or quantum world of, meditating for hours on. And I, I love doing breath work every day. Now that just moves a lot of energy, energy healing, all of these things. I'm, I'm a yoga teacher too, you know, all of these beautiful things that are on that woo internal side, but mixed with this perfectionist self over here, I've been able to really help people harness the two, because we do need to take a look inside and see how we're feeling and what's coming up, what inner child wounds or program beliefs we have from childhood that are holding us back. But we still need to keep taking those actions in the 3D to manifest the dream life that we want. I I, I love, I like this morning, I spent half an hour just sitting there meditating, visualizing my next, you know, manifestation. And I was feeling the feelings that I could see myself in that scene. And I love that, but I woke up from the meditation, got up, and then I started taking actions, aligned actions, whether I, I was manifesting a new house. So whether it's taking business actions, I, after that, I went and bounced out my checkbooks. And I was so grateful for being able to pay all my bills. 
you know, it's taking those, those small steps every day that helps us not only get that manifestation, but be, or become that person who attracts that. And that, that, that's kind of the sweet spot is to take the actions, but you have to be in that energy, right. To be able to, to receive that and, and take the aligned action. So I think that's a little, I, I know I'm a little tangential on there, but I think that kind of answered your question. Yes, <laughs> it did. And I love that you're a yoga teacher too, because uh, I'm a yoga teacher as well. And I've been teaching for like a decade and I understand how important the breath work is. And years ago, people were like, oh, breathe, breathe. And I didn't get it. I did not get it. You know, it took me to become the student be a yoga student going through the trainings. And I don't even know if I I picked it up there, but I think it was a couple of years into teaching that seeing the transformation with my students that would just show up every week, no matter what. And they would just tell me how they, I was always in their head telling them to breathe, to breathe, to breathe. So somehow, some way they're just that little reminder, that little seed of light was being planted in them and they could walk a little bit further. One lady went to Israel and she was climbing, you know, the path of, you know, I don't know what she was climbing, something, some stairs. And she, at first, before she ever left to Israel, she didn't know she could do it. So she said, I just had you in my head, just breathe, just breathe and walk. And she kept going step by step by step. So I know how important it is just to breathe, just to live, but to breathe, to move that energy where you actually focus it on somewhere. So you were saying that you felt the anxiety where did you did you personally feel did you ever come to the place where you realized where you were holding that anxiety or maybe where it, yeah. it would get stuck or yeah that- energetically I think it changes based on yes, I agree. really mm-hmm. what we're dealing with um mm-hmm. and there's always a new layer you think yes. you heal something that's the theme of my last year right uh, yes. I've just Dealing a lot of stuff for me right now, but I've been working through, it's been a lot of root chakra, safety, security, fear, a lot of that, that kind of energy. It's Mm. those first two chakras right now for me. And and that fear is clamping down on the, the creative or the sacral chakra for me. And, you know, listen, for me to have that awareness now mm-hmm. <laughs> that uh, when I started this, like, and it takes you a while to try to, to uncover these things. But for me, the sense of physical sensations was, you know, pending panic attacks, just constant worry, worry. focus mm-hmm. on the negative, my, my heart pounding short, shallow breaths. And the only thing that was able to calm me down was breath work during right. that time. And I'm in the process right now of creating an Etsy store with meditations and short breath works that can help calm you down and also calm you up because anxiety and kind of this lower energy of depression, stagnation, or victimhood yes. for me tie very, very in line. And sometimes you need to calm down. And sometimes yes. like I like to say, you got to calm up. You got to get some yes. energy moving. Right. Oh, I love that. Um, yes. Yeah. Because so we that, don't talk about that. Yes. No. But that's, so right now, do you feel like you have it down pat, at least for at least this layer of whatever you're going through. Like you have your routine, like, is there a routine you do in the morning? You're like, okay, I'm going to level, get to that space that it's, it's like you said, it's not too low. Your breath is not too soft and it's not putting you in that, like a down state or energetic level that's, you know, 
you're not taking action, you're not moving, you're just stuck, you know, it's okay to be still and relax when you need to take a break, but there's a difference of just getting stuck there. So where, how, what is your practice? What is your practice that you do that you can share with the audience that you do to get you to what works for you at this time? Yeah. Well, I say that the first thing came to mind is Abraham Hicks says the next best feeling, Mm -hmm. right? And especially if you feel depressed or like victim, sometimes feeling angry is the next best feeling. Yes. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. And allow, allowing yourself to feel those feelings as they kind of come up and out. For me, what I do and what I teach and anxious to align my online course is a three, three part process. Very simple. Um, what I do every morning is I do at least 10 minutes of breath work and depends okay. on the day. Like I can sense where, you know, if I want to do more root chakra, like I, I have different meditations for that, but I always, always, always have visualize my day, either a guided meditation. Sometimes I listen to myself, which is weird. I haven't listened to my own meditations, mm-hmm. <laughs> but no, that's um, great. You could do that. Yeah. Some people don't have that. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. fun. It's kind of, it's cool. It's like, I, I said that I made that my voice sounds that good. Oh, okay. All right. Um, it's kind of meta to, to think about, but, um, this process of alignment first, which is what I do with breath work and, and, or moving my body in every way. Alignment is very helpful because it gets us present. Just like what you were talking about, your beautiful students and walking upstairs in in Israel, the breath, the practice of yoga, anything that gets you to the present moment is alignment. Because even when we work up, wake up first thing, sometimes our head, our anxiety, our emotions are going, going, going. And we want to break that, come to the present moment. Because when we can go into the present moment, we can tap into our subconscious brain. Why is that important? It rules 90 to 95% of our thoughts, emotions, beliefs, and therefore creates our lives. So if we are being run by something that we did not choose the programs, things that we learned in childhood, even past life stuff, you know, that are running the show behind the scenes, no wonder you're self-sabotaging yourself right? If there's some, some area of your life, you're trying to manifest or change. And you just feel like you're constantly hitting your head <laughs> against the wall. It's your subconscious. And that can be literal energy blocks in your body, but it can, but when we can tap into the subconscious, you can become a, aware. So what, what we want to do next is focus and visualize. And I have an anxious to align and, and my Etsy shop that will be out next month in March. I'm so excited for that. I'm so excited too. (laughs) It's so much fun being in this creation mode. Um, We practice the power of rehearsing. We, We go through a very short visualization in the morning. How do you want your day to go? Practice your day, practice your, your bigger manifestation of what you're working on and start to visualize that. Cause when we can do that, the same parts of our brains start to wire together as if we were doing it in real life. There's studies where neuroplasticity, neuroplasticity <laughs> girl, you know, I know I'm on the right podcast, <laughs> talk about all this. <laughs> but you start building those connections in your brain. And there's studies with basketball and playing the piano where people visualize playing the piano or basketball, and then actually practice both literally in the 3d world. And they hooked up the, um, the little neurons on their brain, the same parts of their brain, not only lit up, but grew based on if they're visualizing or in real life. So your brain and body do not know the difference. If you're doing something in real life, 
or recreate recreating it as in a memory or creating it as a visualization in your mind, which is very powerful because if you are recreating something negative, yes, then you're just playing that tape. It's an autopilot thing, right? So after that, I, I live my life and things will come up. Emotions will come up. I don't like to say that I am just some like holy being all day long. I'm not. I, I, you know, things I get angry and I go, Oh, isn't that interesting? What, what, where did that come from? And this process of alignment and visual visualization first thing in the morning allows us to build this metacognition, which is this awareness. It's just being aware of what you're thinking. That's all it is. And as you just do those little steps every morning and through the day, you start to become aware of like, oh, I don't have to cut that person off in traffic or I don't have to write that angry email. You catch yourself like, right. why am I doing, I, I, don't, I don't choose to do this. Um, so we practice that. And at the end of the day, I, I, this is just as important. I either will journal or I uh, listen to a meditation and I go to bed. And this will be also in my shop and in my course of reviewing the day, not from a point of judgment, from this observer observation point of view of, you know, what went really well? What am I proud of? What, yes. Like being grateful. What, what, where did I overcome myself today? And if I had the chance to do it again, what would I change? What would I do differently? So next time when that kind of moment comes along, I will have that awareness and I, I will catch myself a little bit sooner so I can choose differently. And all this is is building the awareness to choose differently. That's all it is. And, and I love energy healing. I love past lives. I love all this kind of stuff. But for me, it was really hard to integrate some of those lessons that I had or, or really cool readings or healings into my own life. Right. And I found through alignment and visualizations and working with my emotions that I can work with through and manifest with my emotions, that the, the power of your emotions are boundless. We it is an untapped source yes. of energy, right? Yeah, absolutely. I love that. I, I, when it comes, <laughs> when it comes to emotions, and I learned this years ago from my teacher that came from Holland, and they used to come every year, just before COVID, and learned all about you know karma tracing and color light therapy and the subconscious and the conscious and the and the way it was not even just taught by them, but what I experienced through all this training. Um, that we have, you know, our conscious mind now, then we have our subconscious. And the way they explained it is we have, okay, there's parking, the temporary parking that you have outside your store, there's a temporary parking, right? You only have a few minutes, it's just what's happening right now in the present moment, right? And then if you go to the airport, you could pull up, drop off someone, pick up somebody that's arriving or departing. Um, and then you have the short-term parking, like your subconscious, short-term parking. And then there's a long-term parking that you might've forgot about. And then behind that is the other stuff you hide from yourself. You know, like, you, like, like in the back of your closet, there could be um, 
a box in there that maybe was passed down. It's not even your stuff. So you don't even know what's in there. You haven't opened it. Someone passed it on to you. You know, uh, someone said, oh, here, or someone passed away and you, you, you got, you know, you have to store it now. You don't know what's in there. It's in the back of your closet. You forgot about it. Don't even know what's in there. So that is, is not even when you open up the closet. So it's beyond the present moment. It's beyond the conscious, the subconscious. It's beyond that iceberg below that, that, that you don't even see of stuff and emotions that could be literally removed immediately just by bringing awareness to, uh, just bringing awareness to it, it comes up, it starts to bubble up and you start to see it. Some things can be cleared out right away, like some emotions. Like you said, there are layers to emotions but there's also, why don't we just go to the core? So when you're in that alignment, when you are meditating, when you are planning out your day, visualizing it, like you're going to have in your Etsy store and your program and your course, you, you go a little bit further. Like first we were afraid to look at it, I think. So we take off a layer, you take off a layer, but why don't you ask and you close your eyes and breathe and ask, what is the root cause? What is the core cause? What is the thing, the layer that I am not seeing that's stopping me from doing whatever, from stepping into my power. What is the root? So a lot of people are afraid to go a little bit deeper or they take off the layer. So is there a pattern, a limiting belief, something that you discovered that was like the root? And once that was cleared, even though there's layers to other things, once that was cleared, at least maybe that one was off your plate right now. Do you remember what that was? For me? Oh my gosh. Um, I don't know. There's tons of stuff. <laughs> but what comes to mind right now? Like what, just take a, like we're talking breath, we're talking aligning. So align with yourself right now. What would the audience need to know right now? Like, what is it? One deep thing that was it a. Hmm. Well, for me, it was you know, the feeling of not being enough. Oh yeah. That's of, a deep one. It's a deep and one. And I could cry hearing that, you know? Yeah. So that's yeah. a deep one for a lot of people. Yeah. So, of, and how did you discover that? Oh, for me, it was just building that awareness, building that awareness and things would come up with, whether it be in relationships, business, financially. And I'm like, well, why the heck am I not where I want to be? You know? Right. And so I just dive deeper, dive deeper. And yes, things from childhood, yes, things from this lifetime, but also I know a lot of that in that box that I got from somewhere else a long time <laughs> ago in that closet yep. was part of it. And I realized and I looked at it and I can see it and things I think we can clear, but I still think our subconscious will sometimes it'll bubble up from time to time. And we yes. can just look at it and go, thank you. Thank you for serving me. Mm -hmm. Thank you for protecting me. Cause so many of those programs that we learn in this lifetime or not are here to try to protect us. Like, Oh, this worked as a kid. I'm going to go run and hide or, or for me being an over perfectionist achiever that that's going to, you know, that's going to make me enough. That's going to make me feel, feel loved. And it's different for every person, Yes, but I, I find I find a new, a new facet to the truth. Anytime I'm going through healing and I never want to say that I'm done with a certain topic because I know I'm done healing with something because yes. I know there's always going to be more yes. and not, not in a scary way. It, it's just like behind every mountain is another mountain. Um, because I think there's core wounds that we're, 
we all came into this body, this reincarnation as this like vibrational match to learn something. Right. Mm -hmm. And and for me, that's one of those core things is knowing that I am enough. You are. Yes. Yeah. So, and where do you feel that, that you are enough? Do you feel that? Does it settle into your heart? Is it in your stomach? Oh, definitely in my heart. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I just went, we, yeah. Very technical term. We, um, <laughs> yeah. And, and you, you can feel the difference, right? Mm-hmm. It, it, and my thing is I'm not against anxiety. I think it's a superpower. And I say anxiety because there, there's so many other emotions and layers and beliefs, like we just talked about that are underneath that yes. anxiety is like a blanket term and it varies from person to person, time in your life situation, but it's here showing you, Oh, Oh crap. Like I'm outside of my comfort zone or I'm about to go somewhere that I've never gone before the unknown. I can't control this, right. right. Whatever this is, it's a warning, like warning will Robinson kind of, <laughs> kind of thing. Um, so that should be something that's good, right. It, it's there like, like a barking dog. Like when the Amazon or postman comes to the door, my dog will get all hot and bothered and bark and alert us. But then once they walk away, she goes and lays down, shakes it off a little bit and she's mm-hmm. fine. And a lot of these emotions like anxiety are like that. And I think of the, the, the phrase or the quote, you know, the only difference between a weed and a flower is a judgment. And oh. so many times we judge our emotions saying that they're bad, they're low vibration. I'm not going to manifest if I'm in this vibration, I can't tell you how many times I've manifested things where I've been going through, uh, you know, what storm, like everything's hitting the fan, but I'm doing the work. I'm showing up for myself. I'm loving myself, but my body, my body and soul and energetically is clearing and we can actually manifest when we clear, which has been a big lesson for me the past few years. It's like getting big into emotions and law of attraction we sometimes think, oh, I have to be in a thousand percent alignment to attract what I want. Mm, not necessarily. When, when we're clearing, we are clearing out the old gunk and those beliefs and those boxes in the closets that we didn't even know we had because we can't take that with us to the vibration that is a match to what we want to manifest. That's perfect. But for the people that don't know, what does clearing mean to you? Like, yeah. how do you clear? How do you clear? How so, I clear right now, I, I love breath work. Mm-hmm. Meditation has been a tool I've used a lot with energy healing and myself, but right now, breath work because it's short, yes. it's intense, you can go deep. And um, working with my emotions, breath work has been a game changer in, in clear, clearing that. Like, I have. I've cleared, I've cleared generations of stuff doing, doing breath work. And, and, and I know that and meditation, while it's great, I don't think it's as approachable for a lot of people because it takes, it takes a lot of focus and willpower, which I love. I love meditation, but breath work, um, there's all kinds of different breath work, um, breath retention, holotropic breathing in and out, and then using breath retention that can switch on and off certain genes, change your epigenetics, mm-hmm. not only energetically, but I'm talking at a physical level. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, four, six, eight breathing just can calm you down. 
um, all sorts of different breath work that techniques or alternative nostril breathing. That was my key lifesaver yes. when I was like yoga teacher, yoga Can teacher yoga? here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I taught yeah, that too. Fire. Yeah. Yes. But I, it, it's so powerful. What, is there any like resources or any place that you would recommend to figure out besides your Etsy store, you're going to have them. Yeah. You just said you're going to have the meditations on there. Yeah. I'll have, breath I'll have breath work as well there. Yeah. Um, just play around like research breath work. There's tons of different kinds of techniques like Wim Hof technique. There's a lot of free stuff out there. Um, Soma breathing technique. There's a lot of, that's, I'm going to looking into getting trained in that technique. Cause that's, I love and what that. is it? Soma breathing technique. S-O-M-A. S-O-M-A. Yeah. Okay. Which I like about them and my, my breathwork teacher, um, M Hollis, which I can send you the link to her as well. She's so much certified. So Soma is more like a collective of different breathwork practitioners and they share all the research and, and their own meditations and they teach wow. all sorts of different breathwork techniques, not just one. Mm. And which I love, because like I said, when we start our conversation, sometimes we need to calm down and slow that energy down. But sometimes we need to raise our energy up and calm up. Right. Yes. Um, so I, it's not a one size fits all, but I am so passionate about it. Breath and change are the two constant things we have in this lifetime. Yes. And, and when we start to pay attention, just slowing our breathing down Mm -hmm. and taking belly breaths that can be life-changing as well as breathing through our noses. Our mouths are not supposed to be used for breathing. Right. There, there's <laughs> research out there on nose breathing. It, it It's ridiculous just by breathing through your nose more. Um, well, because it helps too with your central nervous system, the parasympathetic, yes. the sympathetic, just, just like you said, the alternate nose breathing uh, that we do in mm-hmm. yoga. I mean, it just instantly could calm you down, especially if you don't realize that you're not... Um, like you said, you're not taking deep breaths and just, just from a practical sense, just going to one of my doctors, you take, you know, they, you take, um, they take your high, your pressure. Your, oh my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> grounded, get grounded. So they take your blood pressure and say, cause I have high blood pressure and, um, they'll take it and be like, Oh, it's a little bit hot. And then my one doctor, he's so calm and he's always like, just breathe slowly. And then I'll start my breathing. And then he'll take like a minute or two before he takes the, you know, he um, takes another reading and it ends up being like dropped so many points. Wow. And just seeing that I'm like, wow, I mean, I know that, you know, and I teach that, but to actually see like, what your blood pressure is before you start breathing deeply after just, just like a minute or two. It's not even that long. And you just get that energy and you, you have it right there in front of you. So if that's not enough evidence, that doesn't make you, first of all, you feel it. I think you yeah. automatically, ugh, you calm down when someone says like, just, just breathe, just breathe, you know, and it's not woo woo. It's not anything. We need our breath to live, you know, but it really does feed us energetically. You know, it yeah. has that power to lift us up or bring us down. So I think it's like you said, very important to do that breath work, even if they don't start with meditations, even if meditation, people are like, I don't have time to meditate. I don't yep. have five minutes, mm-hmm. you know, or, but I'm saying don't give up on meditations. Cause I'm very yep. into meditations, Me too. but I want quick results, you know, um, not necessarily a long one sometimes, 
sometimes we don't need that. We just need to clear something or energize something. And I'm so excited to hear, you know, one of your meditations. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So is there any um, thing you want to tell or something I didn't bring up that you feel like it's important for our audience to know today, especially talking about anxiety and aligning and focusing and getting rid of these emotions and breath work? One thing that came to mind is the power of our intention, Mm -hmm. right? Sometimes we think, is this law of attraction, is this tension, intention, or, you know, ensuring the quantum where all possibilities exist? Is this really, is it working? Well, there's some research that was done where there were these little baby chicks and this robot that had a random number uh, sequence generator. So it just, it was supposed to mimic the, the mom feeding them. So it would just randomly have this program to go all in the square to, to feed these baby chicks. Well, what the researchers realized was once they put the chicks in there, the, the tiny little fluffy brains of these baby chicks impacted this robot that had a program to randomly generate these sequences to which all almost like, I think it was at least 50 to 70% of its random movements, quote unquote, were on the side where the chicks were. So the wow. chicks actually influenced and, and changed this random robot to actually come over to them. And if a baby chick whose brain I'm sure is so small, like a peanut, which just makes me think so cute, um, can do that, you can change your life. And it just takes, like we said, one breath at a time, one action at a time, but most importantly, just being in the present moment. And that's all it takes. So thank you. Thank you so much. Before we go, is there um, anywhere that you can be reached online if someone wants to reach you, get a hold of you? I know I'll put some stuff in the show notes, but if they don't have time to look at that, where can they go? What can they find? Yeah. Well, if you guys want to listen to Kimberly's amazing episode on (laughs) Witchy Wellness Radio, it's on all platforms um, to listen on podcast. That was an amazing one. And, um, I'm on Instagram and Facebook at Lauren Chalantani, which I'm not even going to spell that for you. You can look at the show notes and, um, my website is laurenchalantani.com. And if you want to learn more about anxious to align my online course, that website is easy to remember is anxious to aligned.com. Perfect. Thank you so much for being here. I definitely pronounced your name wrong in the beginning. I meant to to ask you again, oh, like, how totally do you pronounce fine. it? I butchered it, but <laughs> we got through that. Um, but thank you for being here. And uh, I just want um, everyone just to remember, just breathe, just yeah, one day at a time, one breath at a time, stay in the present moment, you know, and, and just like you said, Lauren, just focus in the morning. If you could do anything, if you get anything from this podcast, just slow down that breath and then visualize your day working out like you want, even if it feels fake, phony, it's but use your imagination. You create the intent and you start to get those energy centers, you know, activated and moving and you start to reroute your energy. So it starts to move in a different way. So move your body, stretch, do yoga. If you need to breathe, meditate, find someone like Lauren that, um, that you want to work with and align with, and uh, just, uh, 
know that you're not alone, just breathe and it can get better. And, you know, it's okay to have your up and down, just don't get stuck there. But if you do you know that you could get through it and, and it's going to be okay. So have a great day, everyone. Thank you, Lauren, again. Thank and, you uh, so much. We'll see you soon. Or we'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.